We are starting now. Ladies, gentlemen, welcome back to Tip of the Spear podcast. I'm Nate Landshark Shermer. And we have. Oh, on me. my left. Oh, me? Brian Britton. And on my left. Team leader. Jake Smoke. And Matt Fuentes. Right. Your, Matt, so your, dramatic. Your yes. tip of the spear real estate team. Yes. Yours and mine. Mostly mine. <laughs> <laughs> you guys had some questions for, for Matt Fuentes. Yeah. Because, because he's a homeowner. He's bought in the house. Yes. So Matt, um, Matt's our admin for our team. Um, Marine Corps veteran, great dude. He's been working with me for a while. And... Uh, and him and I, before I got into real estate, him and I fought fire together for a bunch of years. So, um, good dude. Jumped on the team earlier. Last year? Yeah, early 2019. Yeah, and uh, he's been kicking ass for us ever since. Now, Matt, uh, you and your wife, Andy, bought a house how long ago? Uh, 2016, June or July of 2016. Okay, and you guys you guys are down in Chula Vista, right? You guys yes. have a condo? Got a condo down in Chula Vista. I like to think I'm in East Lake, but most people say I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think I'm fancy, but you know, it's fine. Now, so if you're cool with it, we'll just ask you a couple of questions that might help out people that are kind of thinking about pulling the trigger on buying a house. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, cool. So the first thing that I want to know from you is um, when you and your wife decided to buy something, how did that kind of conversation between the, the two of you go or how did that idea come about? Well, I should first, should first tell you, before I bought my house, where I was living. Okay. Um, I lived in a studio. It was a converted garage into a studio at my in-laws' house. Sweet. Why I did lived, you leave that? <laughs> I lived there for seven years. Uh-huh. Um, the reason why I didn't buy a house sooner is because I was afraid I couldn't afford it. Makes uh, sense. That was that's my like biggest n- fear. That's like 90% of people that want to buy but don't yes yeah and uh, if we just looked at all of our frivolous spending that we did and stopped doing that it'd be easily affordable or fo- afforded awesome okay so what kind of things did you cut out of your spending um started eating at home more okay um i might have slowed down the tobacco <laughs> process a little Slightly. bit <laughs> going out and partying and drinking and you know all the non-necessities kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of helped you build a little bit of a nest egg and readjust your finances, that kind of thing? Yes. That's cool. All right. And then how did the how did the process, once you guys decided, hey, we got to get out of here, it's time to buy a house, um, how did that process go? How did you find your agent, um, you know, the home buying? Like, uh, what kind of things were you worried about? What kind of things were, you know, were overcome once you kind of understood a little bit more what was going on? Okay, so <clears throat> the way I found my agent was, it's a, a friend of my sister's. Okay. Um, she, she helped us out a lot, but the first, what I was more concerned about buying a house is the time it was going to take, because as you know, the forestry, forest service is very time consuming, and we're in the middle of summer, so... Oh, that's perfect time to buy yeah. a house when you're in fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, some of the things that we were looking for, um, we needed it. I wanted it relatively cheap, which doesn't come easy in San Diego. Um, 
So we were looking at condos instead of an actual house. Um, uh, we were looking at low HOA fees and, you know, just the basic usual stuff. We weren't very picky. Mm-hmm. We didn't know what to expect. So we just went around looking at different houses. We didn't look at very many houses. We pretty much bought the first one we went into. Perfect. Okay. Wow. Yeah. okay. That's, a, that's a good client right there. <laughs> I mean, it was very affordable and um, exactly what we were looking for and perfect. Nice. Okay. Okay. I want to I back up a little bit because you said the realtor was a friend of your sister's. Yes. Right? So it was someone that you had trust in. Uh, trust? Uh, yeah. I didn't really know her, so... But you trust your sister? Yes, I trust my sister as far as that. You right. know that she wouldn't steer you wrong? Yeah. Okay. That's so important. Right. It, it was that warm connection. You know, it wasn't it wasn't a cold connection. There was already, you know... Some kind of somebody relationship. Somebody started. type of thing, and there was already that, that, that bond established, mm-hmm. even if it was a something minor. Yeah. Um, and that definitely helps uh, because I'd assume, you know, they, you know, that gal, she, she knew what you were looking for yes. and what you wanted and what to, to, to guide you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. What else were some of your just kind of fears or, or unknowns? Uh, maintenance as far as the house goes, because once you stop renting, you're on your own. <laughs> right. Plumbing goes bad or lights don't stop working for some reason there's or, no landlord to call you just call yourself kind of thing yeah and so yeah. you learn how to do things around the house yourself but that I mean, can be a positive too right yeah because I, mean, I didn't you don't have to wait for someone you can just do it yourself i didn't know anything i didn't i'm not a handy person at all even the least bit but there's youtube yeah, there's youtube and <laughs> you, I, google i just used youtube this last you know week or two um you know that's it's vital nowadays but also you know, once you purchase a home, right, you've got at least a year, generally speaking, of, of what? Of a, of a home warranty, home right? Home warranty, yes. We did use the home warranty. Okay, tell, tell, tell me about that. Yeah, what'd you use it on? Uh, so our, my condo came with appliances, washer, dryer, dishwasher, fridge, everything. Sure. Um, and the stove went out. Um, I guess the whole main part of the stove the where the clocks that don't that motherboard the board, or whatever. They, they, they fry up they get too hot and they burn out yeah i guess that stopped working you know and our oven stopped working and so we called up the home warranty and they came out and sent a guy out and see if he could fix it if they couldn't fix it then they were going to replace the whole stove or oven did you get a new stove i did not get a new stove ah. i did however <laughs> get my stove fixed yeah, I've, I've I've had to use home warranties before. I think we had a refrigerator at our old house, and, and it was the same thing. The thing went out. It came out. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> here's, here's money. Go he buy a new even, one. Yeah, I'm he didn't even want to look at it. He's it, like, I'm out. <laughs> that's good. Well, that's broken. <laughs> Time for a new one. So, no, my, next, <clears throat> my next challenge right now is my dishwasher. My dishwasher stopped working, so now I'm learning how to put all the hoses in for the dishwasher and pulling it out and might even have to just buy a whole new dishwasher but i don't know we'll figure it out eventually well that's that i I feel like i feel like as soon as you become a homeowner you also kind of are suddenly a construction worker yes (laughs) you know what i mean you're a a jack of all trades right master of (laughs) none i'm gonna do this handyman plumber (laughs) freaking one thing i'll never touch ever in my house is anything electrical or structural that scares the crap out of me i don't want anything to do with it 
I don't like getting electrocuted, and I don't want my upstairs to turn into my downstairs. The electrical doesn't bug me. I won't mess with the panel itself, but I'll do like outlets and switches yeah. and stuff. Well, sure, that kind of little, but like rerouting or yeah, rewires, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Just gotta no. remember, it's only yeah. 120 volts. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and <laughs> you say that, but you know what? Get you know what sucks? Getting zapped by 120 volts. It won't it's, kill you, but it's still like oh, yeah, I don't like it's it. not the amperage that kills. <laughs> it's the current. Didn't we have this discussion last time? I don't know. It's not the amperage, it's the electricity. <laughs> I don't know anything about that shit. Hence why I hire people. <laughs> our, our first house, I know this isn't about me, but real quick, our first house but was a foreclosure. <laughs> Just a quick sentence. Uh, we had an outdoor uh, structure surrounding our patio. It was like a unpermitted, built-in uh, green room, whatever, whatever you want to call it. That's cool. And uh, you open patio. the door, you closed in patio, you close it, you open the door. Green room. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, this is before marijuana is legal. So, anyways, uh, never turn anybody before. <laughs> <laughs> go to turn on the light switch and touch. So the door and everything. There's a lot of metal framing, mm-hmm. like it's that paneling, but with metal framing. I go to open the door and I get shocked. Oh, I'm nice. like, what? So of course, right? What what do you what does a marine do? Do it again. Do you do it again? <laughs> right? really, did that really happen? <laughs> and, and it was at night. It was like eight o'clock at night because I had just flipped on the outdoor light that was right above it. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, I later found out uh, a couple weeks later when I tore down that whole enclosed thing. Can I guess? Macaulay Culkin used to live there, and he thought you were a bad guy. Something like that. <laughs> so no ground. when they had put the paneling up, they actually. Put a screw into the wiring. Nice. Hell yeah! And because it was all metal, like the metal, the that whole was building was electrified. The whole outside structure had metal basically surrounding the panels, That's awesome. and it basically just turned the whole caused thing the whole thing to a live circuit. unit. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's hot, literally. <laughs> right. Wow, that's trapped. Up. All right, so yeah, so don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. Yep. Hey, good times, man. But that's home ownership, baby. There's always something weird going on, right? Even yeah. even new builds have weird stuff, like different problems and stuff like that. So when you guys listening out there, if you ever decide to buy a new build, still get a home inspection. Just because it's new doesn't mean they didn't mess it up. Well, a hundred percent. So the home that I just bought, it was built in two thousand three. Up in the and I'm not using the right terminology. I'm not a home inspector. The the rafters up in the attic, they have those metal plates that squeeze the, the rafters together. like They have like sharp teeth on them, mm-hmm. and they, they, they squeeze both the pieces together. It was missing one on one side, and the home inspector was like, well, technically, you should actually get a structural engineer out here to have this looked at. And I said, really? He said, yeah, but wow. it's been here for this long. It's probably not going anywhere. Man, but that like- was a... That was a discrepancy directly from the builder. Like, yeah, yeah, it's not like that piece just fell off. Right, right. Just mm-hmm. lazy builders. Okay. So Matt, um, moving moving along and kind of, uh, I guess now that you're into your home, you've owned your house for a while. Um, what kind of things do you wish that you would have known um, going into it that you now know? Um, that's a good question. Thanks. Thought of it myself. Just now. That's why he makes the big books. Medium books. The medium books. (laughs) I would, for me, I'd investigate the HOAs a little bit more because I feel like they're stealing my money. Yeah. (laughs) That's fair. It gets 
HOA gets raised almost every six months. Jeez, um, dude. What else? But is there anything you can do? I mean, so I know there's there's a saying in, in the real estate world that everything is negotiable. Mm-hmm. Can you negotiate the HOAs? Well, you can't. No, you can't. The HOA the HOA fees are HOA fees. It's it's each HOA is like a basically set up as a, a nonprofit organization. Um, they're a legal entity. They they have their have control over whatever you know whatever they have their jurisdictional uh, boundaries on. But um, man, that sounded smart. That was that was not the right terminology. I just Did you black out words. there? Yeah, what just happened? Where am I? <laughs> um, but <clears throat> HOA fees are not negotiable. What is available though for you if you buy a condo? Um, and you don't like your HOA, you can get on the board. As a homeowner of that homeowners association, you can join the board. And if you don't like things, you can affect positive change that way. Now, if your HOA sucks and everybody in your complex or in your HOA area doesn't like them, you can all rally up and fire their asses and get a new HOA company or you know an HOA or a new property management company to manage the HOA or you can actually build a board within the actual homeowners there and have it self-managed, that kind of thing. So just because your HOA sucks, it doesn't mean that there's nothing you can do about it. If they suck, if they're not doing a good job, fire their asses. Get on get on board with the rest of the homeowners in your neighborhood or you know in your area. And if everybody doesn't like them, well, hey man, you're paying them money to do their job. Yeah. Right. And if and if they're not doing their job to your satisfaction, then they gotta go. You know, just like any other, just like any other business. Yeah. So. All right. Um, good. Good to know. Yeah. So Matt, get on your board and start firing people. <laughs> I have been thinking about joining the board. It's just with my work schedule, it's kind of tough. Yeah, I get that. Um, what kind of advice would you give somebody that was thinking about uh, buying their first home? Uh, <clears throat> do your research. Um, not necessarily know everything that's going on because that's a lot of paperwork going uh, when you're buying a house mm-hmm. thousand signatures and oh yeah but just do your research know what you're getting yourself into uh, I'd read a little bit about uh, mortgage rates and interest rates and all that good stuff um, what else that's pretty much all I could give is really look into what you're doing okay so one thing that I've done in the past with uh, with folks that are, you know, military, active duty stationed around the state or around the country, not really necessarily in our area, but I'll have people every once in a while ask, um, you know, what kind of questions should I ask a real estate agent if I'm interviewing realtors thinking about buying or selling? Um, so I guess I'll throw this scenario at you, Matt. If um, if it wasn't your if it wasn't your sister's friend that was you know that you worked with if you were to just have to go find somebody on your own and now kind of you know with your knowledge that you have in in our industry now since you've been you know working with us for a year um, what kind of questions do you think you would ask if you were to interview an agent I definitely ask them about their company and you know just create that personal bond with your agent really get to know who you're you're working with um yeah because um 
really know who you're working with, I'd ask them. Uh, yeah, I can't think of it. <laughs> Maybe like what they stand for. What they stand for, uh, who who they work with, and you know, just get that personal relationship going. How they operate, and probably how you know what type of character that person is. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, you've got to be able to mesh and be able to work with that person who's representing you, right? Yes. Um, you probably don't want somebody who's walking in wearing a suit, you know. Or yeah, or maybe you, you do. know, or maybe you do. But you know, if you're wearing flip flops and jeans and a black T-shirt with a white logo on it, and they come walking in with in a suit, you know, there's yeah. there's a little bit of a difference there. You know what I mean? Sure. They come in driving so, a Lambo, right? And you're trying to buy a hundred thousand dollar house out in Lake Boulevard right. or freaking Campo, Ocotillo or Campo or something. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Uh, to your point, I think it's really important thing that you jive well with you know with your agent and that was kind of the point that I was trying to lead you to I guess but there are there are some questions that I usually tell people to ask their agent you know and especially for you know for our folks that are military vets or active duty that are going to be using their VA loan um, there's a lot of agents out there that don't know a damn thing about the VA loan right a lot of folks out there don't know anything about it they still think, because the VA loans changed so much over the years since it started, you know, post-World War II, um, it's changed so many times and there's been so many upgrades and updates and this and that, it's blah, blah, blah. It's good, to, it's good to have somebody, you know, that actually knows how the VA loan works, knows their way around the VA loan, right? Because there's stuff that VA, uh, that the VA allows, there's stuff that they don't allow and it's different from like an FHA or a conventional type loan, right? Um, <clears throat> how many and then the other thing that I usually talk to people about is make sure that whoever that agent is kind of has a good knowledge and understanding about especially for active duty people about like you know the military life you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so um, a lot of times with people PCSing in or out of areas or if they're just you know trying to get out of uh, of base housing and get into their own place or whatever the case may be you know you have to know and understand not only that they have so much stuff going on with, say, their move across country or with, you know, them trying to get out of base housing and get into something else. But also the fact that the military has this thing called op tempo, right? Nothing slows down op tempo. Not you, not me, not anybody. So it doesn't matter what my requirements are as a real estate agent. It doesn't matter what I say or what our timelines are through escrows. What matters to the mo- or for the most part, what matters is what the military's, um, what their basic plan, or basically what their plan is with that service member, right? What they have set for the mission. Exactly, it, mission first, there you go. So, uh, Jake, I'll, I'll direct this your way if you're cool with it. And, and speaking of that, oh, I was yeah. gonna say, why don't you guys do like a, like a, a scenario, like you're, you know, you're the buyer and, and Jake's the, the realtor. So ask him the questions that you would advise your, your clients to ask their, uh, their realtors. What were you, we could do that or what were you going to direct? What, what I was, way real quick. the one thing, and we'll, well, I'm, I'm down with that. We'll circle back to it for sure. If you guys want to do a little role playing, I'm going to be stupid with it though. I don't like doing that shit. So <laughs> I'm just going to make a bunch of jokes and talk shit. But, uh, anyway, what I was going to say, Jake, um, you had a scenario recently where you had some folks that, were out of town that weren't in that weren't in California and uh, 
and you basically had to help them find a house with them not being here. Yep. Right? Can you speak on that a little bit? Yeah, so that was a, a really great experience. I mean, I worked with them for such a long time. Um, it, it was well over a year, about a year and a half altogether from start to finish. Uh, but they were out of state. They were they were in Utah, and they were looking at homes. And, you know, fortunately, in, in today, we have technology, right? We've got mm-hmm. social media, and you can use Facebook, and you can use Messenger, and you can use all these other platforms to do video walkthroughs and show yeah. them the home and spend a good lengthy quality time and, and give them give them the preview of the home. You're walking through the home holding the phone up and I did it with a stabilizer so I had this gyro thing that I was really cool and they would get a crystal clear picture of that home. Um, they had the ability to fly out you know, they had the means and the resources to fly out when needed for, for like the home inspections and things of that nature. But up to that point, when I was showing them homes, it was all through video. Yeah. You know, and it was cool. We would have hour, two hour conversations all doing a video chat scenario and really creating that connection. You can't, they couldn't be there in person, right? So you got to go with a plan B. You always got to have tools in the tool belt to help out your clients. And they were so happy that, that that was able to happen and we could we could make it work. Yeah. Um, saved them a ton of money in the long run. You know, saved them on, on flights for having to fly out every time they wanted to see homes. And think about a year and a half that we spent together. You know, and they're used to right. traveling all, all over the world. It's not really a big deal, but maybe, maybe to somebody else. Maybe it would have been. Yeah, maybe it is. How about that mill spouse that's raising three kids by herself? Husband's out, you know doing whatever or, or wife is out doing whatever deployed somewhere and they got to move their whole entire life from one side of the country to the other you know yeah. Yeah. yep that's huge and you know with the ability you know as a team here we utilize it to to the best we can and figure it out and the mission is is to get get the get the prospective buyers uh into a home get them in get in get them into a home that they love yeah, exactly. Not just a home, but a home that they love. Right. Yeah. Right. 100%. America. Did yeah. I answer the question? I think so. Yeah. I'm going to have to borrow that gyro from you because I got a, yeah. I got some clients PCSing in okay. from the East Coast coming nice. in here this year. So I'm going to be doing the same exact thing that you were just nice. talking about. So I'll have to borrow that chingus from you. Cool. Yeah, buddy. All right. So you want to do that little, uh, your version of a role play? Talking to the real to the questions that uh, that they should ask, or just sp- or spit out a, you know a list of of good solid questions. Yeah, that because we think any client I th- should. So I think that maybe that's a little better because I don't want any other real estate agents out there trying to poach what we're doing, trying to freaking get all our answers. You know what I mean? Right. So all right, so st- rattle off a few questions and then sure. So I would start with maybe how long have you been in real estate? I might ask something like. How many deals have you closed in the past like year, in the past twelve months, or something like that? I'm asked. I might ask something about like, how familiar are you with the VA loan? How many VA How many VA loans have you done in the last you know year or whatever, or two years or however you want to play it? Some stuff like that. Um, you know, I would even go so far. Uh, if it was me personally, I would go so far as to say. Um, Give me, tell me a story. Give me an example of a time 
that you right. um, had some real solid, really successful negotiations for your clients. You know, I would ask stuff Sounds like, like a that. job interview. Give me an example. It is a job interview if you think about it. Well, well 100%. Of. Yeah, kind of. I, I like to think that we don't, we don't get hired by people. We decide to partner with people because for one thing that most people don't realize is that VA or that realtors have the ability to fire clients just like clients have the ability to fire realtors, right? So right, been that's, there. That's why we spend so yeah. much time prior to us even deciding to work together. You know, doing our whole we call it our, our buyer consultation, right? Where we sit. I mean, usually mine lasts about two hours. I know you say well, who has time for that, but. It's so important to get to know the person, to see who they are, what they do. It gives me the ability to analyze somebody's needs, what they're looking for, get a better idea so that I can help them better. But then also it gives me the opportunity to find out who is this person? What are they about? And it gives them the opportunity to do the same thing with me, right? Who is this person? What are they about? You know, if we're getting bad vibes right out the get-go, maybe we're not right for each other. But you know what? I know a thousand real estate agents and I could probably find you somebody that would work for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it, that might be, you know, that might be a make or break. I mean, I always tell people when you're, you know, especially for first time home buyers, this should be a fun and exciting time. Okay. And there's always going to be stress. There's always going to be some nerve wracking shit. There's always going to be some stuff that gets people, you know, frazzled and stuff because they don't know what they're doing. Right. The person that's representing you shouldn't add to that. They should take away from that, right? They should take yeah. all of the, a lot or as much of that stress and as much of that stuff away as possible so that the whole, so that the whole deal is a little bit easier for you and a little bit more exciting and enjoyable. You know what I mean? Right. And you said two hours, but really that's not a long time, that's especially when you're talking time. about the life of a, a home loan. You know, which can be like <laughs> the life, years. the life of owning that dollars. home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so often uh, I'll hear from from neighbors or you know others like, "Oh, my, you, my realtor didn't even tell me that." <laughs> yeah. You know, and, like, you, and you kind of look at them like, I'm like "Why not?" Oh, <laughs> you don't you don't you don't want to say right? something, but you kind of right. want to be like, "Dude, get a better one." <laughs> right. You know, and uh, you know to kind of tap onto what you were saying, Brian is is. Ensuring that that realtor knows the technical expertise is key, but also for me personally, I think if I were a client, ensuring they knew from from a character standpoint, like why why are you working with military? Why why do you specialize in the VA home loan? You know what made you go this direction? What's your connection there? What's your connection? Where's your passion from? And 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 why are you doing what you're doing? And I think asking those questions, the, the why questions, it gets them to think. Hopefully, they, they give you the right answer, the answer that you're looking for. But if they don't, they might trip through it. But you're going to know based off of how they're yeah. giving you that answer if, if, if it's accurate. If they're being you know, genuine. If they're yeah. being genuine. Because for me, our team, I think what we really focus on is being genuine and being, being us, being who we are. You know, and that's going to show so much far. It's going to go so farther than any any other number. You you know, production. What was your production? All that. That's great. You need to know that. But I think making sure the person is genuine and authentic is key. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, you guys have any more questions for for Matt or any other advice for this uh, 
or thoughts for this episode. Yeah, no, I, Matt, do you have anything you want to throw out there for folks that are thinking about buying or selling or considering discuss, making, you know, discussing some options with an agent or something like that? Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, research is real big in this game. Um, know what your VA loan is, know what it does and know what it can do and know what it won't do. Um, know the difference between the was it the FHA or the the first time home buyer? Yeah, FHA um, conventional. There's all kinds of. Look into all your options, not just the VA loan. There's other options. I mean, the VA loan's probably going to be the best one for you, but if you're military, if you're military, but look into other options and see what your options are. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. Pretty, pretty solid advice. All right, Nate. Yes, sir. What do you got? I got, uh, this is the end of uh, this episode. Hey, I'll take that. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll All take, right. We'll take a beer break and we'll, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Nice. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.